and gentlemen, the pick is in. The Bengals have turned in their selection. Let us go to the commissioner. Okay, here we go. With the first pick in the 2020 draft, the Cincinnati Bengals select Joe Burrow, quarterback, LSU. April 24th edition of It's an Eagle, It's a Jet, It's a, the Goddamn Jets, post-draft or post-first-round edition. Uh, what were your guys' takeaway from the draft? I hate Green Bay. Fuck the Cowboys. Yeah, the first couple of picks kind of went chalk, what a lot of people were expecting, no real excitement. And then the Cowboys, no one really expected them to take C.D. Lamb or for C.D. Lamb to even drop that far in the first place. I think we all expected them to go in the top half of the first round, all three of the top receivers. And then Green Bay really threw a wrench in everyone's in everyone's uh, mock drafts and traded up to take Jordan Love when they still have a quarterback under contract for at least two more seasons. Four more seasons. Four more I years. think the, I think his contracts were four, but after two, they can get out of it without all the dead money. Yeah. I hate it. You were enjoying it until that 26th pick, though. Yeah. Like, it yeah, was, I was having a great time. It was a pretty good draft. Starting, uh, I mean, they did the Zoom thing pretty well. There wasn't really many uh, technical glitches. Goodell came off as unlikable as ever. Very annoying. Uh, I like. I feel like they didn't have as much commentary in between picks, which I usually don't like uh, during the past years. So I thought that was good. They did more like graphics and stuff like that. Also, a tremendous amount of sad uh, or uh, feel good stories for the for the draftees, which was, I guess, good to see. It filled up time. I guess it just made them more personable. Yeah, for sure. Who did did you guys see the uh, when the Titans were picking Mike Vrabel's background, his kids in the background? No, I didn't see that. It, one was like dressed up. He had like a mullet and a mustache and a football jersey. One was dressed up as like Mister Freeze from The Incredibles, and then his two other kids were like one looked like he was sitting on a toilet, but he said that. That wasn't the case. I don't. It was just a really weird. It was like a straight photo bombing thing. It was pretty funny. And then uh, Cliff Kingsbury and his like mansion. That his his uh, setup looked incredible out it there must in be Arizona. Cheap to live in Arizona. Yeah, probably. I mean, I would say one takeaway from the draft is I know. We're in pressing times, but I didn't think you had to acknowledge it in between every pick or every other pick and do like a short little clip or video. And I felt like that took, I felt like the draft was too long. It took too yeah, much time. There was no reason for them to have 10 minutes per pick. Like, I know the reason was because of like the whole Zoom, doing it over Zoom, but most of the picks were in with like four or five minutes to go. And none of them took the whole 10-minute ten, ten time. Yeah. Uh, I actually played a drinking game where we had to drink every single time they mentioned uh, quarantine or anything to deal with it. So I explained a lot of my text last night. Uh, I think I finished like nine or ten beers. Solid. What were you guys drinking? I think we talked about this, but... I was drinking Natty because it's just what I have. So, Coors Light. Yeah, I was drinking Sam Adams. All American beers right there. Yep. America. All right, so let's get in. Are there, I guess we'll just go through the picks, and if anybody has anything starred or, or interesting from, that they thought was interesting from the draft, we could just go, we could just talk about it. All right. Well, first, actually, who was – if there was one player, one team who got a steal in the draft, who do you guys think it was? Dallas. Yeah, had to be Cowboys. I would go Dallas, but I feel like Isaiah Simmons falling to eight with the Cardinals is a pretty big pickup there too. But 
Like CD Lamb doesn't the really are fill run. a need. CD Lamb's the third best receiver on Dallas. Isaiah Simmons like is a major is going to be a major contributor to the Cardinals right out of the gate. Or the Cardinals are going to ruin him, just like they've done with every other highly uh, picked defensive player. Maybe, maybe. What about uh, teams who reached? I know the Raiders reached for a cornerback at 19 with uh, Arnett. Do you guys consider the the Jordan Love pick a reach, or do you think that's where his value is? Um, Cowboy, our quarterbacks are always going to be valued more. So it's it was reasonable. Like somewhere between twenty four and thirty four was going to be his range. Was it a reach gotcha. for him? I don't think so because the Colts won them. So like I feel like that was where his range was. Was it a good pick by the Packers? Absolutely not. What about the Eagles taking Rager at 21? Do you guys consider that a reach? He was projected to be a 30 to 50 range pick on most mock drafts. I personally don't like it, but they had him apparently second on their board at 13 behind uh, Jerry Judy. So according to them, it's good value. Um, That's... He's the wide receiver I wanted. Outside of the top three, he was the fifth wide receiver on my board. Um, I wish they would have traded down, but I don't think they could have. I don't think they found anyone that wanted that wanted to trade up. It was really a rough patch in that area. Yeah, you're right about that. I also think that the Ravens got to steal with Patrick Queen. At twenty eight, I did not. I didn't expect him to get through some of the teams ahead of them. Yeah, I thought it was a good pick too. And then lastly, the the Chiefs going running back with the thirty second pick. I've seen it before, but I haven't seen the running back from LSU being the guy that they take. I thought that they would go more of a, a not Swift, but maybe like Taylor or Dobbins with this pick. Yeah, it's just I think they like uh, Hilaire's um, pass catching ability, so I think that's what puts him over the other ones. And he doesn't have the wear and tear of some of the other guys. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he he is the best pass catcher, and the Chiefs are obviously in a win now mode. But I don't. I don't think it was a good pick. I think they could have got depth out of position like corner or safety. I don't know. They could have used the pick differently. Yeah, I was surprised no one that uh, grabbed Xavier McKinney, especially the Chiefs with this last pick. Actually, no safeties were taken the entire uh, first round. Not Antoine Winfield. Not Grant Delpit. There's still a lot of safeties to be grabbed in the second round. I think the reason they weren't taken was because of how deep the safety position is in this draft. Like, if you told me I got Xavier McKinney, Grant Delpit, Winfield, or Chin in the second round, I'd be happy. Mm-hmm. Like, So I didn't feel like everyone else felt like it was a reach. While at other positions, the talent is lack. There's a big drop-off like offensive tackle and cornerback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, so let's let's go through the picks and uh, we'll discuss where needed. I don't think the, the top three kind of went chalk. Joe Burrow, Chase Young, Jeff Okuda, no trades. And we lost Kyle, who will be back on in a second. This is the second time we lost in trying to go through the first five picks. Yeah, right. Um, obviously, Dave and I already. Um, obviously, Dave and I already said this, but Joe Burrow was obvious number one, no questions. Chase Young, obvious number two, no questions. Detroit probably tried to trade down from three, but got no takers. 
That's what um, I heard too. No question, Akuda was the best corner, and I think the top three picks are pretty set in stone. Nothing really to say other than it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Good picks. Yeah, three impact players that'll make a difference when we have our 2020-2021 season. Then we get to the Giants, where pretty much I'd say 60% of people thought that they would take an offensive tackle, then the other then 30% Isaiah Simmons, maybe 10% trade down. They ended up going with Andrew Thomas, who I think is the best tackle out of all of them. Uh, highest seal kind of the best combination of high ceiling and not too low floor. Also a lot of athleticism and could get out and block in the flats and stuff, block on the second level. What did you guys think of this pick? Um, I think if you got Andrew Thomas, Wills, or Worth there, I think those were the three best tackles, and they're interchangeable for me. So them taking one of those three, I think was a good pick. Um, I wish they would have taken – I think Simmons would have been a better pick personally just because of who who they play in their division. They play Ertz twice a year, and they and now that the Cowboys got C.D. Lamb, now the Giants didn't know that at the time. They're going to need someone to help in the slot. Well, the good thing is they didn't know this then, and we'll get to it later in the podcast, but Zach Bond's still available at their 34th pick or 36th pick, whatever they have. So that could maybe that could uh, replace the need for linebacker. Kyle, what do you think? Um, I think Thomas had the like highest floor, meaning like he has the least bust potential out of the four. Uh, tackles, but other than that, I you could have said any tackle there and it would have made sense for me. Mm-hmm. So then we get to the fifth and sixth pick. A lot of people thought that uh, the Chargers and Dolphins were going to try to jump each other to get whichever quarterback they wanted, but it seems like there was an agreement that one was going to take Tua, one was going to take Herbert. That's what you guys were hearing too, right? Not necessarily an agreement, but it's just like it just happened to work out that way. I wonder if they if the Chargers looked at Tua and Herbert as interchangeable parts. Like if like they would just take whoever the Dolphins don't take. I think that's exactly how the Chargers looked at it. I don't I just feel like one has such big potential and one is just like I just don't see it with Justin Herbert. And I think the lack of anyone else needing a quarterback really hurt Detroit from trading down. Because if you really look at the teams, there's no team that needs a quarterback that had the capital to go up there and get get the pick without giving away an arm and a leg. Yeah, the only one that I could see would be the Jaguars with their two first-round picks and probably a next year's pick it would take. But I don't think – the thing is, when you're looking at quarterbacks in this draft, which is why I don't know why the Chargers went with Herbert, you have to consider them if they're if you think that they're better than uh, Trevor Lawrence coming out next year. If, you're, if you, your roster is bad and you think you're not going to have a winning season, like the Jaguars, like the Chargers – I just don't see the point of taking a Justin Herbert at six when you can get an impact player and then still probably be in the running next year for a Trevor Lawrence. And that's why the ja- I think the Jaguars weren't interested in trading up to try to get one of these guys. I think that makes a lot of sense. And other than the Jaguars, I can't really see any other team that's taking tanking this next year. Yeah, all the other teams. Well, I'm guessing the Bengals will probably be down there still since probably not two wins, maybe four or five. Yeah, but I think that the Redskins might have improved a little bit. But no team's going to be outwardly trying to lose, I don't think. 
a lot of the bad teams at least have quarterbacks that they could try to build around. Yeah. The only teams that I really could see that don't have a quarterback that are bad are going to be the Carolina Panthers, which, I mean, they have Bridgewater, but they might be looking to find someone good, someone better. It would really just be – it's the Jaguars are the only team without a certified quarterback. And Washington, yeah. if they don't – if they don't try to push Haskins through. Well, I think if, if the Redskins are in the position to pick in the top three again next year, then I think they're going to be all out on Haskins. And then they will probably take a quarterback. Uh, going past there is kind of where, well, Derek Brown, a lot of people already had going to the Panthers. I thought they might take Isaiah Simmons, but you guys both said Derek Brown was the pick when it got to seven. Um, it just makes I'm sense. fine not talking about this pick too much. Yeah, it just yeah, they needed but... they needed a tackle, and he, he looks like a stud. He would have been great in the Rivera system too. Mm-hmm. I mean, Derek Brown looks like Vince Wilfork. He's just mad. yeah, I could I could see that maybe a little bit more athletic than Vince Wilfork. There was one uh, highlight they showed last night of him just hurtling over, I think, a running back trying to get in his way to make the sack. Should be an exciting player for the Panthers. Then with eight, Isaiah Simmons gets picked, goes to Carolina Cardinals. Oh, right, yeah. Arizona Cardinals. Kyle, what, uh, where do you think they should have gone since you think that they're going to ruin Isaiah Simmons? Um, not necessarily ruin. I just I don't believe they know how to use him correctly. But I think they should have gone either tackle or something along those lines, like something offensive. Their whole entire system is based off a horizontal offense, getting the ball out fast. Kyler needs to make sure he doesn't get hit. Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of people expected maybe uh, Jedrick Wills to be taken here. Or uh, Werfs, who ended up dropping in the draft. Well, Kyle, I will say in the mock, you said you had C.D. Lamb going there. You're the only person who called it that it wasn't going to be an offensive lineman. Dave and I thought it was going to be an offensive lineman for sure. It really shows you Cliff Kingsbury doesn't value a good offensive line in his system. He thinks it's really plug-and-play. They get the ball out so fast. It's just hard to get there in less than two and a half seconds, or more than two and a half seconds. So then we have the Jaguars. They went with cornerback C.J. Henderson. Pretty much the consensus number two corner in the draft. They could have. They have a lot of holes to fill, so they could have filled a lot of needs with this pick, or even traded down to compile more picks. But I thought that C.J. Henderson was the way to go here. Yeah, they had to replace Ramsey somehow, and getting a cheap, good young corner is probably the best way for them. Mm-hmm. Then we have Jedrick Wills went to the Browns, filled a need at tackle. With him, probably on the right side, right? That's where he played in Alabama. And then uh, Conklin playing the left side. They made the t- their tackle spot into a strength this offseason, I think, where last year uh, defensive ends were eating their tackles up. Good job by the Browns. I love the pick. I'm jealous. Yeah, I think that this was a spot where a lot of people had the Raiders jumping up, but they I, they probably heard that the Jets weren't interested in a receiver and that they would have their choice of any of them after the Jaguars and Cardinals didn't take a receiver with their picks. Which brings us to the Jets' pick of Mekhi Becton. They had their choice of Tristan Wirfs and Mekhi Becton. They went with the bigger guy over the more athletic guy, more of a project over over the... Uh, higher seat, higher floor guy. I didn't like the pick. I would have went with Werfs personally, but 
at least we got an offensive one of the four offensive tackles. And he'll be good with at protecting uh Darnold's blind side because he's a he's a plant. You're not gonna be able to move him off his spot. I was very surprised that the Jets decided to go with a project over a sure thing. Especially- it's just the same it's the same old Jets. That's what we've done every single year. Yeah, but you guys got a new GM this year. Yeah. Mm. I guess we'll see what happens. I don't know. The one thing the one thing that gives me hope about this pick is obviously everyone sees the potential there. Hopefully he could stay below the weight that he needs to be effective and not get suspended for pot. Uh but the one thing that makes me feel good about this pick is Joe Douglas does no offensive lineman since he was one. And also at the one time Adam Gase took a offensive lineman in the first round was it was Laramie Tunsil, so he knows how to pick him. Maybe it'll be maybe this will be the same thing. For your sake, I uh, hope. then we have yeah. Henry Ruggs. What's For up? your sake, I hope. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not, I'm obviously not an offensive line guy. What five eleven one seventy? I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to claim to be an expert over Joe Judge. Then we have Henry Ruggs the third. Were you guys surprised he was the pick? That uh, John Gruden decided to, decide to go with here at twelve. No, I think I think everyone thought he was going to go with an Alabama guy. So I was just a little shocked it wasn't Jerry Judy. You can't teach speed, is the end of the day quote. I'm not surprised by it, but it's not the pick I want to made. Mm-hmm. That's how I would say it. Ruggs is another guy with a pretty incredible story, too. They uh, showed it on the ESPN and NFL Network broadcast. By the way, what did you guys think of uh, them bringing the crews together last night? I thought it was a little bit weird. It was interesting. Um... Like there, were, It was kind of like there's too many cooks in the kitchen, right? I didn't hate it. I could watch it. I, it was okay. I thought they did a pretty good draft overall based on the situation that they had. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so moving along, 13 through 15, we had the trade from the 49ers traded down with the Bucks. The Bucks got their guy. Probably some speculation that the Dolphins were trying to trade up to get Wirfs after he fell past the Jets. So that's why the Bucks moved up one pick. I love the pick for, for them getting Tristan Wirfs to protect Tom Brady in his last year and then beyond. It's a steal. Uh, yeah, one of the steals of the draft. I mean, the guy looks incredible. You watch the videos of him jumping out of a, a four-foot deep pool. That's that's hard to do. At 330 pounds. Yeah. And he could and he can move too. You watch you watch his tape. He's a guy where after he gets off his first block, he immediately looks for someone on the second level that he could just take out. And that's what you want to see. I'm su- I'm so surprised he pe- he fell out of the first top 10 picks and definitely surprised he went past the Jets. Uh, then Javon Kinlaw went to the 49ers. We were all expecting wide receivers to go to go here. Uh, they ended up getting their receiver later in the draft, but Kinlaw's a good fit, especially when they had to trade uh, DeForest. Trade DeForest Buckner to get this pick. They pretty much just replaced him with a younger guy who's going to get a con- who is going to get paid less than Buckner is next year. I mean, I like it for them. A plus by John I like Lynch. it for them. It's just, as a Colts fan, I'd rather have the proven commodity that is DeForest Buckner than having the risk that is a first-round prospect. Yeah, you're right about that. I understand that, but at the same time, the Colts aren't in the issue of having to pay as many people as the San Francisco 49ers are about to be in. They were already in that. This offseason. 
I know that's what happens when you pay a subpar quarterback ridiculous money. Von Kinlaw. Then we had Jerry Judy. Love the fit at 15 with the Broncos. I think he matches up well with Cortland Sutton. No excuses this year for Drew Locke not to have success, right? I think there's excuses. Their offensive line is still very bad. They still play in division with good pass rushers. Um, their offensive their offensive system isn't that complex. But I, I like the pick. It's just I don't think – I wouldn't say there's no excuse. Well, this pick was probably a no-brainer, especially after Kinlaw was off the board because that's the only other place I think that they might – have gone with this pick besides receiver. Kyle, what were you thinking? Uh, I liked it. I thought they were going to offense, so a tackle still fell. I could, could have seen them picking it, but they're probably going a receiver in general. Then 16 through 20, we, we had a couple of surprising picks here, starting with uh, the Falcons taking AJ Terrell. It was well, the Falcons and the Raiders both reach for cornerbacks here, I think. I think that – do you guys think that there were better cornerbacks on the board or that they probably should have tried to trade back here? They probably could have traded back. My thing is they could have traded back and they still would have got the same corners. And the Eagles could have traded up to 16 and they could have got CD fucking land. Mm-hmm. That makes too much sense. Yeah, C.D. Lamb at 17. We already mentioned him as one of the steals. It probably would have taken a decent amount for the Eagles to trade up, though. No, I wonder what the price was. But if you were going to tell me that all they had to give up was a was their 21st pick, and and I I don't know what they would else they would have to give up. But they had well, the th- they had eight. They have seven picks this draft, or no, ten picks this draft. They have plenty of capital to move up. Well, also the thing from the Falcons' perspective, maybe they heard that the Raiders had their eyes on Terrell and they weren't willing to trade down to where the Eagles were at twenty-one. If they if they saw him as the overall third best cornerback in the draft out of Clemson. I don't know. The Damon Arnett, the Damon Arnett one seems to be the biggest outlier with what did he have? Like a third round grade Mel Kuyper said last night. I, I would have picked him top very 50. small corner. Yeah. Top 50. I just wasn't expecting it. Oh, it sounds like he's small and quick. So maybe they're going to use him in the nickel. Because they have the second round pick that they that they took last year at one corner. Don't they have a uh, Joseph still, Carl Joseph, at the other corner? Or did he leave this off? Uh, he's a safety. Okay, so, so. Um, I think it's a terrible pick. The Damon Arnett one. He didn't even pl- he didn't even cover the best wide receivers on his own. That his team faced. He had a kudo on the other side. Like that's not necessarily his fault. It's not his fault, he, but like, and that just means he faced more volume than probably most of the other guys in this first round. I don't know. It's a very John Gruden pick. That's what the last couple of years he's taken. He's spent picks on guys that probably. It was probably too high for their time, but he likes them, so he's going to try to get him into his culture, into his locker room. You also didn't like the Austin Jackson pick by the Dolphins, right, Kurt? Um, I don't dislike. I understand they need an offensive tackle, and he was the ne- next best offensive tackle technically, but I just feel like. There's a big drop off at offensive tackle, and I feel like they could have got him later. I mean, 
I don't know. I, I just feel like it was a little too early for him. Yeah, I think the Dolphins were kind of in no man's land with this pick because they don't really have a need to trade back since they have so many draft assets over the next two years. And I think that they just went with the best player on their board that fit a need. I thought that maybe, uh, I don't know, Kyle, you you know them better than I do, but I thought that maybe uh, they would take Jones here instead of Jackson. That's kind of who I was expecting. Honestly, I could have seen them picking uh, what... Cesar Ruiz instead. Yeah, Cesar Ruiz, who went number 24 to the Saints. That probably would have been really high for Ruiz, right? I, it's justifiable, though, in my opinion. As long as you can justify your picks, it, I'm okay with it in general. The thing about Ruiz is he was by far the best interior offensive lineman in the draft. So I feel like no matter where you took him, you're like, this guy is most likely going to be a pro bowler on the offensive line someday. So does it really matter where I took him in the first round? Yeah, that's true. If you're taking a first rounder, as long as they turn out a couple pro bowls, it's it's a, a worthwhile pick. Then we have KV on Jason. Caleb on. Caleb on. Never going to get that right. Uh, I think this was a good spot for Chase, and he looks like a straight-up pass rusher, which is what they're going to lose in Ngakwe. But also, from his quote, at least, it, it sounds like he's willing to do pretty much anything to get playing time, drop back into coverage, do all that stuff. This could be a pretty good pick, match him up with uh, Josh Allen, and you have some value there on the defensive line. I'm I'm kind of scared to see it next year. Not gonna lie. That's a lot of speed on the outside. But how's their run defense gonna be with both them playing outside? And they lost their D tackles. They didn't really fix that issue. And when their biggest competition is the Tennessee Titans and the Colts who run the ball down your throat. Was it the smartest idea to go after another pass rusher? Well, the one, the one, uh, D- Ngakwe is one of their D tackles who they lost, and he's solely just a pass rushing tackle. So I don't think that hurts their run defense. They also added a pretty decent middle linebacker to, to stuff the box. I don't think it'll be that big an issue. And Josh, also, Josh Allen's not terrible in the run game. I think. I see. I definitely see what you're saying, but I, I like the pick a lot. I liked it. Yeah, I wish the Eagles got him, so I'm a little butthurt on it. Oh, really? You would have if he slipped one more pick. You would have taken the edge rusher over the wide receiver. Oh yeah. So what? Do you, that's actually the pick we're up to. The Eagles had their choice of Justin Jefferson, Rager. Uh, Ayuk went a couple picks later. You would have traded down, you said, right? Traded down with uh, the Packers is where you had them trading down to? Um, I had... I don't remember where I had them. I think that I had them trading with... I don't remember. Off the top of my head now. Well, I think Rager will will be a pretty useful piece of the offense. At least, maybe not the first year. I wouldn't put too met, too uh, big expectations on him, but which you really shouldn't with all rookie wide receivers. You shouldn't put too expect them to be uh, Mike Evans right out of the gate. But I think the second or third year, he could really start paying dividends with this pick. The problem is the Eagles have had six different wide receiver coaches in the past six seasons, and we haven't developed a wide receiver we drafted since Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah. It's just – I don't know. I, I, 
I taking a developmental prospect like Jalen Rieger is dangerous for a team that has a bad history of trying to develop wide receivers. So then we have Justin Jefferson going to the Vikings at 22. Uh, No surprises here. They needed someone to put on the other side of uh, Adam Thielen. Uh, Is this where you guys would have gone with the pick? Personally, yeah. It makes sense for them. And plus, he can, if he's not comfortable playing on the boundary yet, he can just slide in the slot and probably succeed there as well. Um, I think, I think the I think Justin Jefferson is the fourth best wide receiver in the draft, and he has an extremely high floor, unlimited ceiling, and I think it was a good pick. If Justin if Justin Jefferson played with Tom Brady, he'd be Julian Edelman. Sounds like a good pick. There's a little bit of a a drop-off between Brady and Kirk Cousins, unfortunately. But it should be – I think he'll I think he'll produce, especially there's so many other things that defenses have to worry about. And Kirk Cousins, with all his uh, with all his struggles in, cl- in crunch time, he does put the ball where he wants it during the game. So I think he'll put up numbers. Then the next uh, 10 picks, we kind of – we had five trades go through or three trades go through. Five different teams traded over three trades. Uh, Kenneth Murray, the Chargers traded up to get him at 23. Do you guys think this would have been the Saints pick if the Chargers didn't trade up with the Patriots? No, I think the Saints were set on going offensive line. Yeah, I think they like their pick. So why do you think that the Chargers felt the need to trade up to 23 to make sure that they got Murray? Who who were they trying to steal him from? Um, who, who did the San Francisco 49ers trade with? The 49ers traded with the Vikings at 25. Maybe. And the Vikings took Gladney, the cornerback out of TCU. Yeah, I could see maybe he was on the Vi- on the uh, Seahawks board, so they went up and got him from the before the Seahawks could take them because the Seahawks took well they took an outside linebacker, but I think that they're kind of looking to get younger in their secondary in general. I don't know; it's just surprising to see the Chargers trade back into the first round. To be honest, I I had a feeling that the Patriots would do what Belichick always does and just accumulate picks. But I didn't expect the Chargers to be that team. It's a good pick, though. I mean, what did the Patriots give up or get back? They got. Let me. Just, I know they got the second round pick. The second, and I the forgot what it third. was, but it second and a third. So now they don't pick till the fourth. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's a lot to give up. Yeah, but. I don't know. Did you guys mock out round two? Uh, no, I just kind of look, been looking at who's available from the Jets and Giants perspective. I didn't if either. You want, if you want a linebacker, there's really only one linebacker that is going to be a proven commodity other than Kenneth Murray in round two and three, and that's Zach Bond that slipped. Other than that, I don't think there's a linebacker that everyone's like, he's going to be good. So I just don't know. But we, the thing is, linebackers are kind of like uh, running backs, in my opinion. You see so many Pro Bowl or uh, Hall of Fame linebackers who went undrafted, like Bart Scott. He was undrafted before he became a Hall of Famer with the Ravens. I feel like there's, there's you gave up too much value to take a – position where you find gems in the fifth and sixth round. I agree with that. Moving on, we said we like the Caesar Ruiz pick. Uh, very smart move by the Saints, smart organization. Then the 49ers traded up 
which a lot of people expected them to trade back with the 31st pick. But I guess they already got some more capital from the Bucks, so they decided to trade up and get their wide receiver. How does Brandon Ayuk fit? Uh, he's a good, like, yards after uh, reception type player. So he's going to catch the ball, and he's going to get them 5, 10 yards extra every single time after he catches it. It looks like the, they'll probably use him a lot in the screen game since that's pretty much 90% of their pass plays in their offense right now. Um, I didn't love him at wide receiver, but the 49ers don't really have any holes on the roster, and if they believed he was the next best wide receiver, I don't see why you wouldn't take him. I don't know why you traded up to get him, though. Yeah, they probably could have got him in the at 31, at least. I don't see a lot of other teams. No one took a receiver between the two picks, but they were probably. I don't know. We're, we don't know what goes on in the war room, so maybe something was being talked they about. They were probably scared of Green Bay. Maybe. That, that's a big what if scenario because Green Bay traded up from 30 to 26. Did that trade happen before? the 49ers traded up or after? After, I believe. Cause... Oh, because I was going to say maybe when they saw Green Bay trade up, they thought it was to take him, so they traded up to make sure they get their guy. But either way, the Green Bay Packers ended up taking their quarterback of the future, at least you would think, in Jordan Love. I was shocked. I know Kyle was pissed off. I think, Kurt, you were as shocked as I was. I don't need to talk about this. I just think it's, I think yeah, it's I, a stupid pick. Yeah, especially you were making the point yesterday they were a game away from making the Super Bowl last year. You think that they want to fill a need in the immediate future. I actually watched when you uh, when you said Rodgers was on with Pat McAfee. I watched a couple of the clips on YouTube. And he said it would be cool if they took a position, a skill position player this year, since they haven't done it in like 15 years. And then they come and they come out with a backup quarterback. So he's definitely pissed. It's like they have. When you look at their team, like they could really use an all-pro at like any position on their team, and you go except for quarterback. And they're like, mm-hmm. I, they're like, well, we're probably gonna move off Rodgers in two years when quarterbacks are playing the longest that they ever have. And if they really want to play, they can really play until their 40s pretty well. It's it's stupid. But, you know. See, I don't, I don't think Rodgers loves football enough to play into his 40s, but I think that this, like getting spited like this, might motivate him to, to just wreck the league next year and for the next couple of years. He said he wanted to try and do what Tom Brady did on Pat's show like a, a week ago or something. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, I guess Jordan loves getting traded to uh, another team like Garoppolo was. No. But this is this is a bold move, especially with having a second-year head coach. This is kind of like him saying, this is going to be my guy. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how the relationship develops between the floor and Rodgers over the next year. Rodgers to the Patriots? No way. No shot. Uh, I really hope not. Now that you just put that idea in my head. They just can't with the dead cap that would be required for them. Yeah, not this year or next year, but after after that, the dead cap money kind of goes away, or at least it's a lot less than it would be. Then another shocking pick, Jordan Brooks. Sounded like he's more of a second-round grade, but tremendous tackler. He's all looks like he's all over the place. Uh, kind of reminded me from the tape that they played after the pick of uh, uh, what's a Tim Hightower type of linebacker, which anybody would like to have a Tim Hightower linebacker on in their secondary. It was a good pick, followed by Patrick Queen. Would you guys have gotten the reverse? 
Um, I'd like to say yes, but I actually have never seen um, Brooks play, so I I could tell you I couldn't tell you anything about him. But based on all the analysts are saying that Queen was by far the best linebacker. Like people were saying, Queen was a better linebacker than Kenneth Murray. So they just have different like skill sets because Murray's more of like a blitzing, like attacking linebacker, and Queen's role is more of like a three down QB of the defense type thing. I heard someone compare Queen to um, the guy on the Colts, Kyle Darius Leonard. Yeah. Well, Queen looked a lot, a lot to me like uh, C.J. Mosley. Like that's what they said during the broadcast. Like he's a Rave, he looks like a Ravens linebacker. That pick was a no-brainer for the Ravens to make when he slipped to them. The rich got richer there, and then last four picks. Any big surprises to you guys besides uh, the running back at thirty-two? I thought both corners were good picks for the Dolphins and uh, Vikings. I thought the Vikings did a good job of trading down and still getting the corner that they wanted. Yeah, and I think Noah, and I'm not going to try to say his last name either, are there's a one of the best cornerbacks in this class. So I thought that was good value for him. So that gets through our first round. Who are your top who's your top five available going into the second round? Uh Kurt. Um I don't know about top five available, but if you're looking at depth, I feel like there's really only two offensive tackles left that are good in Josh Jones and Urza Cleveland. Look at Sienna of TCU is good too. Who? Lucas Niang and Prince Tegoinoga. Do you think they could possibly go in the second round also? Yeah, I think they could. I think uh depending on where they get picked, I think it'll be a home run for some teams. Interesting. I think we're going to see another run of receivers at least in the second round. Easily. Like, I'm hope personally at 16. Uh, at 16 in the second round for the Jets, I want Michael Pittman. Get him with his old USC guy, Sam Darnold. If he's not, if Zach Bond somehow falls down there, I'd take him too. Uh, Gross Matos. There's a lot of guys to pick Zach. from. Where do you want the Colts to do at 34? I would like to pick Mims, but I think they're going to trade back. I think they were pretty set on trading up to get love. And then once that happened, they're like, all right, we can find value later in the draft. And Ballard loves his picks. So he's probably going to trade back in probably late 30s, early 40s. Um. I like Pittman a lot. I if he's there for the Eagles, I'd love for him to take I'd love for them to take him, but I don't think he will be there. Um yeah, the Eagles pick at uh twenty one again. Yeah. But Dave, just remember, it's the Jets. You guys are gonna draft LaVisca Chenault, the perennially injured. You know, that's who they're mocking us to get, and it's literally mocking us. I have no idea who this guy is. I the thing is, he's from Colorado. He's really good. This is it's going to be. He is really Steve- good when he's on the field. Yeah, that's what they said about Stephen Hill too when we took him in the second round, like five years ago. Just for once, for once, don't take a project. Take someone who you know is gonna. I don't. Kurt Stein over here. I better get Pittman. I I actually screamed yesterday when we took that. <laughs> I've war- I've warmed up to it a little bit now, but I don't know. it better be picked in uh, Pittman or 
they better say good things about whoever they pick tonight. I don't know. What do you guys think of Cole Komet, the tight end out of Notre Dame? I don't think anyone should be picked in the second round. Any tight end should be picked in the second round. Yeah, that's like Rob Gronkowski was a second round pick for a tight end. And I don't think he's Rob Gronkowski. He'll probably go in the third. Maybe uh, I'm trying to th- who even see t- picking a tight end early is like a luxury. You have to have a lot of older positions filled if you could spend it on a tight end. So it would have to be like one of the already playoff teams, like the Saints. Maybe I had him. I had him prospected out to the Chiefs. That could be good. Put him side by side with uh, yeah. Kelsey. But they, I feel like the Chiefs go defense this round, though. Just because they need to. Uh, they already went running back. They do have holes in their defense, even though they were able to fight through it to a Super Bowl last year. Their defense wasn't really great. I could see the Packers maybe taking him. They lost uh, Jimmy Graham. And they struck out on uh, Austin Hooper, reportedly, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I always heard that um, that Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw to tight ends. He also doesn't uh, throw to backup quarterbacks, but they took him there. I don't know. The Packers draft just got a lot more interesting because if, like, they got where they were last year because they hit on a pretty good draft pick on pretty good draft picks the last two years and got lucky in free agency. So, like, a, a bad draft where they don't get any value from, like, the rounds two through five, since now they're not going to get any value in 2020 from their first-round pick, that can cripple the franchise for until Jordan loves the quarterback pretty much. Do you guys have any quarterbacks going off in the second round? See, I actually saw Jalen Hurts getting picked by the uh... – Jaguars. I was I was messing with Kyle that the Colts were going to pick him yesterday, but I actually saw him going to the Jaguars in a couple mock drafts I looked at this morning. I dislike him. The only other one that, yeah, I don't think I wouldn't even draft him at all in any round because no one really projects him as a quarterback, even though he did he did tremendous in that. Uh, Who's the new guy that does John Gruden's old job at ESPN where he does the quarterback room? Uh, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know who it is. Yeah, I can't remember who the name is, but Hertz like killed that interview and like was able to repeat every everything the guy taught him at the end. So that's 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 definitely beneficial to have in your quarterback room, but I feel like he would have done better for himself if he worked out as a receiver or like a return man or something like that. He'll probably be a fourth or fifth round pick. I could see maybe someone, uh, the next best quarterback on the board, at least ESPN's board, is Jake Fromm. But I think that might be, there might be a couple more quarterbacks that are above him. I don't know, Kyle, you're more of the, your team's looking for a quarterback, so you probably know more about the, the remaining QBs left. So the two that are probably going to go in the next well, they're probably going to be off the board today are Jacob Eason and Jalen Hurts. What I think about them doesn't really matter, just what the team thinks. It takes one team to think they're good to pick them. But I think on the in the third round uh, Anthony Gordon and uh whatever the guy whose last name is Morgan are getting these deals. I think they'll either be like preferential backups or like spot starters. So you don't think Fromm will go at all? Oh, I've got two rounds. I think Fromm could too, but gotcha. He's yeah. Would, would you be mad if the Colts spent that 34th pick on one Very of the quarterbacks? So. Very much so. What, what about their third round pick? Uh, third round, I wouldn't mind. Honestly, if I could see us getting either of them, either of the two guys I mentioned, 
uh, at 75 and be happy. What do you guys think of Jalen Hurts to the Ravens? I don't see it. Why? Well, I guess I don't know. I don't think you just drafted a quarterback two years ago. I don't think you really need to. I would rather have a veteran like RG3 behind him than Jalen Hurts. Well, I was thinking about that. Like, I was looking at who the Ravens should draft. And I really couldn't find anyone who would be there who who they would want to take. Like, they might take an interior offensive lineman, but their offensive line is already very good. And they know they're going to be a playoff team. The only thing that can really stop them from being a playoff team is if Lamar Jackson gets hurt. So wouldn't it be nice to have a similar type of quarterback to back them up? That's a good point. But they're also in the same situation as the Packers where they were really just a couple pieces away from playing in the Super Bowl last year. And at the end of the day, they're, they're probably drafting to beat the Chiefs. So they have to load up their defense with the, as many players as possible. So you think they're just going to draft another corner? Maybe not another corner, but like a their their line's pretty loaded already. I I don't know what they'll do. They'll probably just draft the best defensive player available when they pick. That's fair. Like I don't know. I just don't see the point of spending such a high pick on a player that you're not gonna get the benefits from might never get the benefits from because your quarterback he's still on his rookie deal and barring you're not expecting him to get injured you wouldn't have drafted him if you expected him to get injured so like you'd never really get the benefit from the second round pick if you take Jalen Hurts that's fair I don't know. I could be wrong. They do have two picks in the second round, so maybe they just say fucking and throw one at him. So how many corners do you guys think is going to be picked in this round? Let's see. Well, I think three safeties will be taken. All All three of the top 50 safeties will be taken. Corners... I mean, Trayvon Diggs is still on the board, even though I don't really like Alabama quarterbacks after D. Milner. Fulton's still Uh, on the board, too. And Bryce Hall. And uh, Jalen Johnson, I'm seeing, too. So maybe four. Corners are usually taken early in the draft. How many running backs... Because they were saying maybe five or six running backs could be taken in the second round. I personally put out, when I did my mock, I had two running backs in the second round taken. And those were? Uh, I I had Jonathan Taylor going to the Rams. And I had... DeAndre Swift going to the Dolphins. I could see those. Those are definitely possible, really realistic possibilities. Both teams need a running back. So you think Jonathan Taylor is who they view as their a replacement for Todd Gurley? Yeah, I think Jonathan Taylor's the best running back in the draft. In the draft pure running back, like I think he is by far the best runner. He's the strongest, fastest, most complete running back, or runner. Now, do you have the Dolphins taking him with their seventh pick or later behind the Rams pick? Taking Swift. Now, 
See, I'm not really sure. I had I had them taking them at 56. So you don't think that the Rams would look for the Georgia product to replace their old MVP candidate, Georgia no. product? I don't think so. No, I think John. I think Jonathan Taylor is the best for the offense of scheme. They run a lot of downhill running game. That is, Jonathan Taylor is the best running back. One thing that you could say about Taylor that a, a lot of teams don't like is that he's not used to running from shotgun. He's not used to catching the ball out of the backfield and running routes and blocking. But the Rams didn't really use Gurley for that much either. They really only threw it to Gurley out of the backfield on like screens and swing routes. Yeah, especially the last year and a half after he got injured. They weren't going to risk risk anything with him. The reason the Chiefs got Ed, uh, what is it, Edwards, Eclair, I don't, Clyde, Edwards, Eclair, is because he's so, because he's good at catching the ball and they're basically going to have him run routes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I saw yet or heard yesterday that I was shocked at? Tyreek Hill was a running back. In the draft? No, not in the draft, but uh, I guess before he got suspended, he was a running back. And then when he got reinstated, I don't think he played. And then he just came out as a wide receiver. Interesting. Yeah, I never would have thought that. But it makes it makes it makes sense, I guess, with his speed, and they do use him a lot on sweeps and stuff like that. So I guess, uh, in cl- do you guys have any other points looking forward in the draft? I'll watch at least. Are you guys going to watch a second. both rounds tonight? I plan on watching the second round, but I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm watching the second round. This one is. I believe it's uh, five minutes. They shorten the time between yeah, picks, right? Seven. Okay, yeah, five minutes is pretty. Uh, I think that's what it should have been yesterday. What do you guys think of KJ Hamler? Where do you see him going? Honestly, I could see him being an Eagle, but I don't think that happens though. I could have seen it if they didn't choose Rager, but they chose Rager, and they have. They have other holes to fill besides. They could possibly receiver. move up for uh, one of the safeties. I could see that being a need for them. I really, I really I want Dell Pitt. Would you, if you had your choice of if McKinney's still on the board, uh, Winfield's still on the board, and Dell Pitt, you would pick Dell Pitt? Or do you just not think the other two will be available at? 21. Um, I I think I'd still take Delpit. Uh, I just I think a strong safety is important, but I I just like Delpit's range, and he's been the best safety for a long time. And just this past year, he said he was playing with an injury, and it's what set him back. But if you would have if you would have said before this year, Delpit would have been the top a top three safety last year in the draft. Yeah, when we did our mock draft uh, during the season, we had Delpit as a top bad ten pick, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. Mm-hmm. I I'd want to take him. I mean, people compare people used to compare him to Ed Reed, which. Anytime you're in that conversation. Yeah, that's where you want to be as a safety. Back to Hamler, I could see... I don't think he'll go in the second round, but I could see the Giants, if they get back into that big gap that they don't have a pick between 34 and 79, if they if they acquire some more picks within that range, I could see them taking Hamler. Because I don't think that they'll take a wide receiver with their second pick. I think the Giants are going to take um, either Zach Bond or Yatur Gross Matos at 36. 
Yeah, both of those would definitely fill a need. The Giants haven't had a good a good linebacker since uh, the Super Bowl days. What do you think, Tile? Honestly, at this point, I can't really tell you what's going to happen. I think you had the best quote of our uh, group chat last night. All the all. Or uh, six months of research and all these scrubby corners. Yeah, are going I was I was very happy in the top twenty. You couldn't tell. Mm. All right. Um. Anyone have anything else? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers to the Patriots. That's the headline of this yeah. uh, podcast. Uh, All right, guys, week, it's been great. We'll probably go through everything else, too. Yeah, we can go through some steals. Maybe we'll throw, get get another topic in there. Like, we'll have some... Uh, we could probably do remaining free agents after the draft, like where Davion Clowney ends up now. Uh, all the quarterbacks who are still out, all the veterans like uh, Darnold and Winston... Still need to find home. Hmm. I don't know. We'll think of something. 